Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Well, the first quarter was about a free, fast-flowing footy and, in fact, the highest-scoring term ever of 10 goals for a Western Derby. But in the second quarter, it dried up. Injuries made it worse, but a spirited third-term Eagles got back within eight points before Freo ran away with a 41-point win. I'm going to welcome Dan and Wayne. How are you going, boys? Very good, thanks. Good to be here. Um, well, where do we start? Oh, wait, before we start, we just want to thank our sponsors, Tom uh, at Fitness, Subi Echo, Hillary's and June Delup. So jump on board, get down and see him. So from Eagle Nation, boys, it was one of those games where you just come away. It's, I don't know, I was gutted in a way. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what to think because uh, parts of the game I was pretty angry with, but then parts of it I was so happy about, you know, the spirit that they showed. Yeah, the great uh, was the, the devastating parts, the injuries, and it's not just in what type of injuries. It's it's injuries who it's gone to. You know, you got McGovern, who's our top defender. You got Shuey, who's our captain. You got Cripps, who's a major mid uh, half forward, and you got uh, Witherden, who's showing a bit of form in the last few weeks. And then you're throwing Liam Ryan with a knee, and then you're throwing Campbell Chesser with a knee, and there was even talk there that um, Oscar Allen had a bit of a Got his leg a bit caught up there, and I think it was out of the third quarter. So that's the that was the heartbreaking part of the day. But the courage was our third quarter. But like we said, that second quarter was that's what killed us. That's it was the killer quarter. Yeah, I just watched that game. I've never seen a game of footy by any side like that. Um, there were times where we were only seventeen players on the field because they were getting looked at by doctors. Yeah, Ryan came back on, and it was a few things that. But there was you know a minute here, two minutes here where we didn't even have the full squad playing because yeah. literally the doctors were looking at the players. Um, so what is you can't help be proud the way they fought that out. You always had that feel that Freer would run over us eventually just because we had no interchange basically mm. and the boys would tire um, and, you know, forced to use the sub very early. And that did happen. But the, the fact they got that to t- within two points and bar an umpiring decision, we could have had the lead there at one stage in that final quarter. 12-point turnaround. Yeah. What a – I'm just so proud and what a brave effort from the boys on the weekend. Mm. Well, we'll touch on that Liam Ryan thing in a second. Where the game was won – well, actually lost for the Eagles, um, to me was the second quarter. And at the stoppages, they kicked 12 goals five to six goals eight from stoppages. And that's probably what was the difference between the game. Um, and we missed some easy shots from stoppages as well. So, you know, it could have been a bit closer. And like you said, we got within two points in the last quarter and then they ran away with the game. But that let, let's talk about it. Yeah, that was um, – I don't know how to say it. That was high every day of the week. Yeah. No no question. I, I, Ryan on Ryan. <laughs> yeah, and I and I said at the time, and I said it to you guys, that's the, that was the turning point of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 12-point turnaround. They went that up, was exactly, kicked a goal. Yeah, yeah Walters kicked a goal. And it was in the 20 metres out, we'd have got that. But I don't think I'm as hard on the second quarter. Yeah, that was our weakest patch for the game, as say you are, for the couple reasons. That's when Luke went down, Shuey went down. And he was our playmaker. And again, we saw him off half back, but then running to the centre bounces. So you lose him, so then it's like, right, we've got to change 
our makeup in the centre. Gov also went off that quarter a bit later. And then it's like, fine, we've got to change all our matchups and the way we're playing. We've got to try free brass up to be the interceptor and down back. But mainly it was, and you actually touched on it when you mentioned it, it was the five behinds. So we're getting it up there. We were, if that was 3-2 or 2-3, we still would have lost that quarter, but it wouldn't have been an embarrassing quarter. So I don't liken that to, say, the Ruse one earlier in the year. Like, to me, that's chalk and cheese. They're just so opposite. It wasn't good that we didn't convert. Uh, and we definitely, Freo definitely had the better of us in that. But as I said, I'm not as hard on it as that because if we had converted, I think it would have only well, been a couple goal difference. We, we only won two centre clearances for the – the term, and they won three. And at stoppages, we only won three stoppages for the term. And that, to me, was why we – that's why I was so hard in the second quarter. And, and I know we did have Shuey go down and Gov go down, but just where the ball is in at the, the heart of it, yeah. we just weren't – we weren't doing right with it like we did in the first quarter. First quarter was open running and our metres gains dried up in the second quarter. Yeah. It's just that we didn't run. And, and then in the third quarter – we switched the switch and we started running. Yeah. And look what, look what happened. Yeah, but I see, as I said, that, that's why I think you can't underestimate the impact of Shuey going down is. Because at halftime, that coach gets a hold of them. He tells them, this is what we're doing now. This is what we're going to do. You can get the message out there with runners, but Shuey was the one getting clearances, even off the half back. Like, in fact, he got our first clearance of the game, which was beautiful running off Jackson. So when he goes down, it took a while to regroup. And I think the coach, because we saw it in the third quarter, said, this is going to be made up. This is what I want you to do. And we saw that in the third quarter. And the fact we fought it out, that's why I'm so proud of but that I, But I just thought in that second quarter, Darcy and Sarong just took over. Well, Darcy, yeah, he, he stepped they up. They just really – He stepped and up. Sarong did as well. Sarong had a – Unbelievable second quarter and third quarter. He, Sarong was, to me, was the worthy winner of the medal because I think he changed the game. And I, I think him and Darcy changed the game, but I think Sarong more so. I think we just didn't I – mean, Gaff was doing a great job on Brayshaw, really uh, mm. cut his effectiveness. Look, they both had about the same possessions, I think, but well, Brayshaw wasn't as effective as he normally is. Sarong, and I'm going to be hard on – I'm going to be hard on your number one boy, Dom Sheed. Uh, and I watched him live last week and watched him yesterday – He's got no second effort, and at the ball, and it's like I said last week, he st- when the ruck, when the opposition they get the ruck tap and it goes for it, he stands there in the middle. He does not chase a player out of the middle. Now I don't know whether it's his fitness from last year, from his ankle injury, or what, but if he's fit to play, he should be on a play and chasing. He just lets them go and he stands there, and I think that's where we we need some toughness. And Jindy's doing a great job in the middle, great job. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the key playmakers, right? You just said Sarong, 35 touches, and, yep, he was 700 metres game, no, just under 700. So he was a worthy winner of the Glendinning mm. Allen medal. Um, Frio, James Aish did pretty good. Did a great job. He, he played inside mid instead of a wing. He had 31 possessions, um, and I think he had seven tackles. Um, you just said Gaff went on Brayshaw. They 28 possessions each. So they, I think Gaff. If you had to give points for that, I would have given it to Gaff. Oh, for sure. Best game in a year, because in my opinion. He's, a he's, he's yeah. stopped Ray Shaw's influence on the game. Yep. And, you know, he, and Ray Shaw's, a lot of his possessions were back back of uh, centre. Yep. So, and they were under pressure. I really thought that was good. Switikowski was probably the best forward on the ground for Frio. Uh, you know, not goal-wise, but just the pressure he put on. Yep. Um, and he was the loose man coming up into the stoppages for yeah. Eagles. Kelly, well, he backed up. 
We were saying last week he's got to back up, and he did. 33, what he had, 33 touches. He had something like nine score involvements, mm. 29 pressure acts. His disposal probably let him down a little bit, but I guess that's where the yeah. pressure, where he was. A couple of players every time ch- putting the pressure on him as he's getting out of the ball out of the middle. They've done their homework on him, that's for sure. Uh, Shannon Hearn, I was trying to do votes last night. I forgot all about Shannon Hearn. He had 500 and something metres gained. 27 disposals or something. 27 disposals, but to me he didn't stand out. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he usually does. Um, Hunt did got better as the game went along. Um, who else do you reckon, guys? I thought Samo Petreski-Seaton played another good game, mate. Mate, I, I'm glad you said that. His mm. last yeah. two weeks, yeah. like as far as I'm concerned, he's a lock in that side right yeah. now, best 22. Amazing. Just his poise in traffic. He stops, he dummies, he just gets his way out of traffic like better than any player bit on like, our list bit right like now. Lewis Jetta. Yes, yeah, very mm, much very so. Much. Um uh, I found with the Freo boys, you did a lot of their stats. I found in the second half they did a lot better, especially mm. Sarong. I found that's where they really got their hold. Mm. And I think a lot pumped up their stats in that last quarter when we were, were really oh, yeah. tired, especially with meters gain. Their transition was the best you'd seen for the whole night because the chasing wasn't there. Dom Cheat, I agree with to a degree, but I do put down the same as Oscar Allen. And the same as Chesser, when you've missed, and you mm. kind of touched on, when you yeah. missed here, we won't see the best of Sheet the second half. I found 22 disposals. You want more in that midfield. Uh, as we said, the disposal efficiency wasn't there. He did kick 1-1. One, one. If he kicked the two goals, I don't think we'd be talking about much. To me, and the player that goes under the radar, and I've said this on this podcast before, the inconsistency. And it's to me, it's Jermaine Jones. He's come off his best game ever, and you barely notice him out there. And yes, they would have paid a bit more attention to him because mm. they wouldn't let him do it. But I find he's a player that only does well when the team's doing well. But when you need someone that stands up when the team's not doing well to help change momentum, fourteen disposals off a off a game where you had twenty seven last week and almost eight hundred meters yeah, that, gained. That to me, it's not good enough. And he didn't I, run. I want I want him to get that consistency because when he does play well, he's one of our best. And he did this, I think it was last year, 21 and two goals in his first game. And again, was one of our best, but then he just didn't follow it up. Um, but as I said, I am a lot more half full than half empty on that game, bar the injuries. Um, just to reiterate, I'm proud of them. Um, I suppose officially, I did want to see more from Sheed and Kelly. Kelly was a bit more under pressure, like Wayne said, which I agree with. My, but, my only criticism of Sheed is not he, he gets a ball, and I like how much he gets a ball. It's what he does with it and what he does afterwards. And watching yesterday, I got frustrated from his lack of second efforts. Um, It's like, oh, I've done my bit and then watched. And I I, I think it was eight – I was writing notes as a game for him and every time he just wouldn't run off. And I'm like, just that little bit of pressure could be the difference. And like you said, it's underdone him this whole year. You know what I mean? It was similar to Yo. They moved Yo to the half back because he didn't really play well in the midfield last year when he came back. Albeit he only played a few games there. So I do reckon, and it's the same we said with Oscar, and I want to touch on Oscar quickly <laughs> too, that it'll be the second half of the year. Because I'm not defending, I want to see the second, I want to see that run, but I don't think he's the poorest player out there, but we want more out of him. And Oscar Allen, even though he's in the same book as she, he's a little bit rusty and he'll get better second half of the year, I think, over a greater year, he's quietly actually accumulating a good season. Two goals, two goals, three goals. He's on track for his first you know, year back after missing a whole year, still what, 23, 24? I think he's 24. That's a 40, 50 goal season right there. He, you know what's impressing me with him? 
is leadership. Yeah. He's demanding people to get in the spots. H- he's boy. telling people to get in the spots. Mm. He's standing up and, like you said, it's only early. Let's hope, hope he hasn't got it. I thought he'd done a knee when he, he grabbed yeah. at his knee and I was like, yeah. oh, no, It was no. that kind of night, wasn't and it? And I was like, no, but I'm glad he got through. I just briefly want to jump back to Jermaine Jones. Yep. 770, I think, metres going last week. 196 this week. Not good enough. So you've got to back that up, Jermaine. Um, I know you can do it. You've got to get run, but you weren't the only one. Our yeah. metres gained was low or, or game. The, there's so many under 200 and, you know, I could go through the whole list of him, yeah, but we don't want to go on about it. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, he didn't follow it up. Yeah. Didn't yeah, but, quite step up as much yesterday. But, but I, the thing did, is, I did thought he was on the lead a few times and never got the ball. The thing is with Jake, and this is what's going to happen, and this is where people – one week Jake's not going to have a good game, but Darling and Oscar did. Yes. Right? He didn't have a good game last week, Oscar and Darling. Jake did. So I don't care. As long as we're getting six goals or seven or more from those three tours, I'm happy. The funny thing, during the game, I thought the exact same thing. And I, I think it was actually in the first quarter. I was like, we are blessed with tools. You can mm. never replace JK, but what we have there is yeah. amazing. The fact – the point you made just then, you, one of them's going to have a good game. When you've got the three tools there with yep. their abilities, one always has a good game. And I actually thought that on the weekend too. I was like, we're blessed. Freo would kill to have one of them. Yeah. They would kill because that's their weak spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, And if um, you aren't on social media and you only listen to this, Ruben Jinby, um, rising star of the week. So that was pretty good. Yeah, thoroughly yeah. deserved. Yeah. Three great weeks in a row, so he yeah. had to get it. Still I would have been very disappointed if they'd given it to a first gamer. Yeah. Very disappointed. Yeah, I look, I, I was, I'm so proud too. Like, and, uh, my, I don't even worry about it anymore because yeah. I always hope they get it and then they don't. So, oh, I, I do because I said I wanted three this year. Yeah. I've touted three. There's our one. So we need Elijah Hewitt, a 20, Noah Long, a Jai Cully to win a couple <laughs> to get that three. 20 disposals, eight tackles and six clearances. So, you know, and in the last quarter, if we probably had people on the – on the bench to come on, he probably would have got better. Yeah. So well, he and here's another one. I think will get better. Uh, Wayne's touches and praise prize. They sometimes tire towards the end of the season. Mm. The kids, I believe, you've said that before, yeah. and you see that when you're coaching, and you do see that. But I think mid season, I reckon he's going to have some very good games. Um, oh, there's one more thing I was going to say, but I'm blanking out. Oh yeah, he's still leading the entire comp for tackles. That's right. So that's a great effort at to debut when you debut, you lead the. Yeah, I'm I think people got to remember too, these kids haven't had the pre-seasons. No. That's why they tire in their first yeah. year. They haven't had the pre-seasons like Chewy and Govan, McGovern and all these guys, even Oscar Allen. You know, they're into their first pre-season. So they are going to tire by the end of the year and it's going to probably fade away a little bit. But once they get that set, another pre-season into them next year. Well, out of adversity comes growth. And I think we're going to see it in the next few weeks. Mm. We all were hoping this wouldn't happen this way. But it's like another black cat, five injuries to main players. Our waffle side has gone into round one, was looking really good. Now it's decimated again. I jinxed it two years in a row, mate. (laughs) And Dan said it last week in the pot. I don't want to say it, but. (laughs) But it's true. It's a trickle-down effect, isn't it? So we haven't lost a pre-season match, and I know it's pre-season, but we're going to now yank five, probably six players now out of that side. And the only plus is it probably means Jai Cully will get a game. And I don't know. We talk about tackles with Ruben Jimby. I think with Jai Cully and Jimby in there that are both prevalent tacklers, well, we just, it's going to be hard to get the ball out for the opposition. 
Genby or Genby, Cully, Hewitt. Yeah. <laughs> That's something to look forward to for the That's next few years, guys. Yeah. You know, <laughs> two of them are tackling machines, one's a runner. Well, let's face it, this week if they're in the middle, it's going to be a tough assignment for them. Hey, yeah, yeah. very much. Like so. I said, you never know if you play spirited. Uh, look, before we get into other stuff, so let's do the stats across the lines. Um, they, uh, What was that? Uh, yeah, we had more disposals. We, we had more of the ball. Um we had more free kicks, which is I thought was bullshit because it was eight free kicks to one at one stage see that one. in the first quarter. Uh, the hitouts we got massacred, but that was expected. And some people said we were too hard on um, uh, Bailey Williams last week. I actually reckon he had a real good crack. I thought you know his his numbers probably weren't great, but he had a crack, and he he took a few more marks and around the ground he was having a crack. Because at the game the week before, I didn't think his body language see, showed I, that. See, I was the opposite last week because I went to the game last week and I thought, and I, I think I made mention to you, Dan, when you were at home, I, I thought he was a hell of a lot better than last week. And mm. again, I thought he was even a lot better this week. So yeah. he's, he's always going to get monstered in the ruck by the bigger bodies. And I'm not talking height, I mean size. You see that with Darcy. And he, I've always said that he'll get bigger. Um, but again, 13 disposal, I believe he had. So he's still in that double digit marks. And that's what I wanted. His work around yep. the ground, he's imposing there. And he took a couple of good marks too, I believe. Like, um, yeah, he did. So yeah, he did get monsters in the ruck. But as I said, he's just got to keep. Once he gets single digit numbers in disposals, that's when I'm going to be hard on him. And I'm not wanting big numbers. As I said, I gave a pass because he hit 10, which is a minimum. But he had 13. So again, that's an improvement again on last yep. week. If he can get up to about 15 disposals a game, then we're looking at a good ruck, like. Well, there were 69 hitouts to 16, but the clearances were only 39 to 35. So if I'm Freeman, I'd be saying I'd want more output from such a dominant ruck. You know what I mean? Um, Centre clearances, they were one by four. The stoppage clearances is in the end were the same. Yeah. But I think ours were more in the first quarter and probably that third quarter. Uh, contested possessions, we won. Uncontested, we won. Um Marks, we got more. They had more marks inside 50. That was probably the only difference. Yeah. Um, and it, I think from 16, you know, 16 marks inside 50, they probably could have won by a lot more if they'd kicked straight. Um, but, look, I thought the guys, like we said, we had a, they had a crack, you know. And um, for the goal kickers, there was Walters with four and they had Amos, Frederick, Jackson and Zwitikowski with two. And for us, we had Darling and Alan three, Sheed, Hunt and Waterman. So we probably needed just a couple more guys hit the scoreboard, really. Yeah, I would like to see now um, inside 50 tackles a little bit higher too. The, we lost that 14 to nine mm. and um, that showed I – th- I think that's where uh, Fremantle got on top in that second quarter, especially they put a lot of pressure on their inside 50. Walters especially, I think he, he had, I reckon he had a cracking game. When he's on, they win. Yeah, he's right. He really he's the heart and soul the, of the club. He stepped up the pressure and he yep. made sure the pressure was there. So. And he, he plays good against Eagles yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um, and I think Jack Darling's probably going to be a bit peeved off now because in the third quarter he did this nice little backflip. Oh, yeah. But then Michael Fredericks out done yeah, yeah. on him. Yeah. <laughs> just, Michael Fredericks yeah. out done everyone. Just quickly before we move on, we'll talk about the clearance there and that. 
you know Williams had four clearances himself. Yeah. So again, that's saying I said I want to see the second yeah. efforts. So yeah. that's it. As I said, Darcy's a monster ruck. So yeah. he was never going to win there. But they're, they're the things I've, we've mentioned before. We want these second efforts from Williams. Well, we got that with four clearances. That means he's got to do it. We talked about in the carries, grab the ball out of the ruck, be a bit more versatile, do what you need. And we saw that. Um, so, yeah, that was a great game. And just contested possessions. We need to win that every week. Yep. Um, and Simpsons himself has touched on that. Well, it's good. Um, it, it is. We, we, because, you know, it's something we've got to improve yeah. on from last yeah. year. And he said you can't implement any game plan if you can't get your hands on the yep. ball. So um, We're going to bring somebody up and bounce down when we do bounce down about the ruck. So I'm going to see if – me and Wade have spoken to We want to see if you can guess who we think will be in as a ruck there for Bounce Sound. All right, Dan? Um, look, it was carnage for the Eagles. Um, Freo got their first win. We got a loss. We're still we're 12th on the ladder. Um, Two points out of the eight. So um, we were looking at positives. Um, we got a big game coming this week. Um, look. We're going to see some of these youth come into the team now. Um, there's quite a lot of them that are pushing up for spots, so we'll talk about that and bounce down. Um, go to Linktree and you can get to any of our socials on there, any of the places that you want to download the podcast from and spread it around, guys. And until next week, let's uh, hope we- – Just one quickly thing, uh, just to the support. Keep the faith out there. This isn't last year. No. Because if nah. anyone remembers last year, when players weren't in form, and we talked about lot because – People didn't realise you couldn't drop plays because there was no one. There was times where True was on limited minutes and I think Winder were the only plays in the waffle. It's not going to be good for the waffle team, but we have the depth now. We'll talk about who we think is going to come in, but just keep the faith. It's a bit different to last year. It's not great to see injuries, but we're going to bring in five very capable players and five players that aren't debuting that have had experience too in the senior level. So yeah, a bit look, different to last year in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be a good game. I don't think it'll be... A good game. Well, we wanted Clark to get a game, yeah. and God, he has to get a game now. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that in Bounce Sound. We'll yeah. record this and uh, get out tonight, and Bounce Sound will be out later on in the week. Uh, jump onto our socials, download the show from there, and spread the word. And until next time, boys, uh, go Eagles. Go yep. Eagles. Go, boys. Yeah, the West Coast sky